Sabonis brought it to him. Hey everybody and welcome to All Pacers, a podcast by Pacers fans and for Pacers fans. Nailed it that time. Pretty much. So there you go. You I, said All Pacers instead of All Pacers pod, but you know. Well, here's the thing. I don't want to say podcast three times in one <laughs> sentence. So I just say welcome to All Pacers, a podcast by... Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah there you it go. works. Yeah. It works, I think it lo- works a little bit better that yeah, way. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe the podcast name will change soon. Yeah, well, you never know. Well, I mean, we've been talking about that for your, what seems <laughs> to be years. At least 15 years. Yes. Uh, if you're only hearing two voices, you're on the right podcast. It's just me and Jack again today. Jack, how are you doing? Good. <laughs> so if they don't hear Austin, they're like, oh, this can't be right. Well, if they're hearing only one voice, yeah. something has gone wrong either on our end or something's wrong on your end. Yeah. Who knows? If you're hearing three or more voices, you're hearing things. <laughs> so you might want to oh, get that looked at. <laughs> so there you go. But yeah, we're going to dive right into this. If you haven't already, real quick, go back and listen to our interview with draft prospect Kyle Mangus that we did earlier this week. It's a super fun conversation, and we know you all will love it. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the draft, too. Just to like root for him towards the end. Yeah, I mean that's how that's how good that podcast was. Like yeah. I'm I'm really rooting for him to make any NBA team. Yeah, how it would be so fun if he like gets drafted. Like it's it's gonna feel like an accomplishment, don't you think? Yeah, and I didn't tell him this, but he made the mistake of coming on here before making a team. And if he makes a team, Jack's gonna make him hate him. Yeah, it's it's his fault. So Kyle, if you're listening, you sh- you should have known better, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well I got a stat of the day. If you're ready for it. Let's go. All right. This is pretty crazy because I didn't have one. So I was just on basketball reference. There's a thing called random page. So you just click it. It sends you to some random page. And it just so happened to take me to December 5th, 2015. We might have done this one before, but I just thought it was so crazy that it took me here that I wanted to go ahead and do it again. Jack, where were you on December 5th, 2015? Um, Probably getting ready for Christmas. San Diego. Yeah probably getting ready for christmas um probably just surfing and eating burritos okay <laughs> well i was in salt lake city for the, oh you were for the pacers to lose to the utah jazz 122 to 119 but on this day paul george's career high of 48 points whoa and it just randomly took me to this page while i was looking for a Pacers stat so i Unreal. thought that was wild but yeah so paul george in a loss 48 points pacers and career high so there you go. Hey, quick teaser. Was Paul George a superstar? Maybe. Okay. Great. Great teaser. You know who wasn't? Who? Monta Ellis. Oh. He had six <laughs> points. Hey, uh, current pacer, Monte Ellis. True. Yep. You know who else? Rodney Stuckey, 23 off the bench. Okay. I'm on the record as being a Rodney Stuckey guy when he was on the Pacers. <laughs> I was a fan. I'm more of a Pistons Rodney Stuckey. Most people are. Yeah, but hey, I mean, he contributed to the Pacers, so you got to love him. Once a Pacer, always a Pacer, as we always say. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Great stat. Thank you. Uh, Austin's not here to hear it. It's usually his thing if you're a first-time listener. Our producer, Combs, loves to give stats of the day. He was probably at this game with you, I would assume. Or at least he'd tell you that. Yeah, he likely was there. I didn't run into him. Yeah. We travel on our own flights when we go to these He has a private jet. You fly economy. I fly Spirit Air. Yeah. yeah. It's real tough because they don't go to every city. <laughs> so they what, drop you off in Denver and you carpool? Yeah, just whatever the nearest city is and I <laughs> drive. <it. laughs> yeah. Um, what was it? Last week or two weeks ago, Austin even said that he helped deliver one of the players. No, he said he was born. 
He was born he in the was arena. He was born at the stadium, but then he said that he oh, helped yeah. deliver. I can't remember. Somebody, for sure. He'll hear this when he's editing this podcast, and you know he'll probably correct us yeah, next time if he ever comes back. <laughs> All right, well, let's just dive right into some news around the basketball world. Jack, I don't know if you saw this, but breaking right before our pod- podcast started, uh, Bradley Beal out of the Olympics because of health and safety protocols. I did see, yeah. Is he out of the Olympics no, or just out two weeks? He's out of the Olympics. Why? Because of the health and safety protocols. Why doesn't he just wait two weeks and then go? Let me tell you what. That's a question for Shams, and I can't answer it because okay. I'm not Shams. You think Bradley Beal just doesn't want to be embarrassed? Uh, I don't – well, I'm I'm worried he has COVID if he's being ruled out right now. Yeah. That's, that's my worry. Uh, Jeremy Grant also – he is just in the health and safety protocols, and they announced they're looking to fill – the uh, their roles with another forward so maybe an opportunity oh. for miles turner here to get in on this team well if miles turner joined the team he'd automatically be one of two six foot nine guys or larger right with kevin love yeah who if, if you watched his highlights from the other game there weren't highlights he but has not been playing well. he played three minutes and tried to dive into a foul when he shot a three yeah. it looked really bad but um also, I wasn't even sure he still played basketball, so... I'm still not sure he does. <laughs> uh, Miles Turner would be a really good fit for this team that doesn't play defense. Yeah. Um, and well, I mean, their defense hasn't been terrible, but... Yeah, I mean, they just they need a presence at the end of the game that can help with that. So, I don't know. Especially in international basketball where bigs are so important, mm-hmm. I think I think they will need to look towards Miles Turner or Jared Allen. That's just my prediction. We'll see. Well, and... They're they're getting Drew Holiday and Devin Booker after the finals. And Middleton, right? Yeah. And, so and that's yeah. two defenders so, right there. Well, and forwards. I mean, guards. Yeah. So you're not going to be looking for another uh, guard after adding those guys. So that yeah. opens the door for Because the bigs right now are Bam Adebayo, Draymond, and Kevin Love, correct? Yeah. And then I guess Kevin Durant. Yeah. Who's probably the tallest guy on the team. Yeah, I think so. I think him or Jeremy Grant probably, yeah. How tall is Jeremy Grant? He's a pretty big guy. Okay, well... He's not Kevin Durant tall. But Kevin Love's taller than Grant, surely. Yeah, I think they're probably right around the same size. I don't know. That's interesting. Okay. Interesting. But yeah, I did see that uh, I think three guys from the USA Select team had entered the health and safety protocols like a couple weeks ago, right around the time they scrimmaged the national team. So this is the uh, ramifications (laughs) from that uh, showing up. But also, we have to talk about how uh, poorly the national team's been playing as well. They lost to Nigeria and lost to uh, Australia. Yeah. They had another... Did they play Argentina? Was that yesterday? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Uh, so what I will say... Okay, first of all, you're right about Kevin Love and Jeremy Grant being the same height. They're 6'8". Yeah. I didn't know Kevin Love was that tall. Bam Adebayo's listed at 6'9". So I guess he's one of the taller ones. Yeah. That's hard to believe, to be honest. I don't know if he's actually 6'9". But uh, yeah, short team. Because I, I guess that makes Kevin Durant and Bam Adebayo the two tallest players on the team, which mm. is wild for international basketball. But the the Nigeria game and Australia game, I think, showed us a lot about what uh, is wrong with this USA team and also what's right with international basketball. Mm-hmm. Because it's really easy for us to sit here and be like, wow, USA should have won this game. USA always dominates. But international basketball is getting really good too. Yeah, USA has the better players for sure like there's no doubt that Damian Lillard and Kevin Durant if they're on your team you should be winning every game but you also can't sleep on these teams that have been playing together forever Australia Patty Mills is one of the greatest players in basketball history 
Australia Patty Mills Aust- specifically, specifically yes <laughs> um and Nigeria has a lot of good players too so they're not they're not great but I think USA it's easy for them to come in and underestimate these teams and then they play to their level in these games and USA just got beat they're looking for a lot of fouls the NBA refs will give them um and the international refs aren't giving them yep. and then they're also like I said earlier they're not really playing defense so which you would say they they are enough because the games are like, close, but you'd expect it to be a lot lower for well, the opposing not, teams. They're not giving up like 120 points. Yeah, they I think they've given up under 100 in every game. So that to me says you're playing some level of defense. Yeah, I just at the end of the games, like just win, just dominate the last two minutes, right? Like in every like we see Giannis right now in the finals, dominating. Like he had that block on DeAndre Ayton, he's dominating on both ends of the court. You know, come on, USA, just close it out. That's all we ask. We we want we want to see winning basketball unlike two years ago right. for Team USA. Yeah, it's, it's a fair a ask. Just yeah. go win some games. Come on. Yeah, and if you have to get Miles Turner on the team to do it, <laughs> then do it, man. We'd love to root for USA in that kind of way, too, like where we got our own guy. Like Sab- Sabonis is out of the Olympics. Yep. We don't have anyone to root for anymore. O'Shea Brissett isn't playing for Canada. Because he wants to stay healthy for his Pacers contract, which total respect there. I would love to root for him though, but I, I mean, I don't know. Miles Turner just feels like the right answer to me, or Jared Allen, or Jared Allen. Yeah, I would root for either of those guys. I, I like Jared Allen. Yeah, He's for a sure. Really good player. Almost could have been a Pacer, right? He was part of the Karis LeVert trade. Yeah, almost could have been. Probably should have been a Rocket. Probably should have been a Rocket. I cannot believe they messed that up. Uh, let's get into a little bit of Pacers news. They had another workout. This one included Jose Alvarado. Delano Banton, Chandi Brown, Sharif Cooper, Jalen Crutcher, and Mac McClung. Jack, how do you feel about some of these guys? Okay, Sharif Cooper will likely be a top 15 pick. I don't know if these other guys will. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't really have much to say. Mac McClung looks hecka athletic, but I also don't want him on the Pacers. No, like Mac McClung has been a guy in college who he the hype for him coming in was off the charts because he had all those dunking videos but then he never lived up to it and he didn't perform up because all he had the hype was just about the dunking yeah. so I, th- I feel like he's still riding off that a little bit he's a good player but i don't think he's at the level where we should be drafting him 13 or anything yeah do you have any thoughts about the rest of these guys uh like you i'm a big fan of sharif cooper uh I don't know about some of these other guys. Jose Alvarado out of Georgia Tech. He is older, but he's a really solid guard. So yeah, um, I'm not sure he's a first round look for anybody, but he he is a really good guard. Yeah, I, I I'd imagine that a lot of these guys too. The Pacers were looking at for summer league potentially. Um, they do have the two picks in the second round, so 54th and 60th overall, which yeah. is the last pick in the draft. We, we it's safe to assume Kyle Mangus will be one of those. I don't know if it's safe to assume. <laughs> And then, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know who that other pick could be. So they're really looking late into the second round or undrafted potential guys right here. So we, you know, we may never even get to see these guys really play. This might end up being like a late second round pick that we've had in the past. Or like Cassius Stanley, for example, where yeah. we never really get to see him play. We may never really get to see him play, but he's there. We drafted him just in case. So I think they're looking for a lot of um, high ceiling guys, but. Also, a lot of these guys are going to have low floors, floors, so I don't know if there's a lot to be excited about. Um, my hope still is Moses Moody at 13. So hopefully hopefully nothing messes that up. 
Yeah, and I have a little theory about Moses Moody. Ooh, let's hear it. hear it. So also part of Clutch Sports, right? LeBron's agency. Oh, is he? Yes. Kai no, Jones I, and uh, him, I believe. I did not, not know that. Yes. So you mentioned Kai Jones. They worked out together. They were the it's the only workout they've done that wasn't like a full complement of guys. It was just those two, which tells me those are the two guys they are really targeting there at 13 that they've brought in to look Ooh. at. Uh, what do you think about that, Jack? Well, like I have said before, Texas centers don't miss. So Kai Jones, I if we get Kai Jones, it won't be super exciting for me because I have the guys that I think would be really exciting and mm-hmm. that I'd want. But it's almost a can't miss pick because when you look at past tex- Texas centers, I'll start at Kevin Durant. <laughs> so Kevin Durant. <laughs> who was a center for Texas his freshman year, drafted. But then you got, like, Miles Turner, Jared Allen, Mo Bamba, who's coming into his own recently. Um, and then, you you know, like LaMarcus Aldridge even. Mm-hmm. So it's all these guys that come from Texas that play the center position while in college and have really good NBA careers. I know I'm missing a lot, too. Well, you left out P.J. Tucker, who <laughs> plays a lot of center <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, if you if you listen to our draft preview podcast a few weeks ago, we did highlight the fact that there are a number of teams ahead of the Pacers who are likely going to take Kai Jones, I believe, or they'll be targeting a guy like Kai Jones. But Moses Moody should be there, and I think that would be a really solid pick for the Pacers. Yeah, for sure. Let me add a couple names. Uh, Jackson Hayes, Texas center. Oh, yeah. Tristan Thompson. So, yeah. I mean, that's a lot. I mean, one of those champion. guys, one of those guys I was mad at myself for forgetting. Jackson Hayes? Jackson Hayes. <laughs> well, he was drafted 2019, so yeah. we should have known that. But, I mean, hasn't really dominated yet in the NBA, but showing flashes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a long history of Texas guys coming in, especially centers, and having a really good NBA career. So, yeah, can't miss there. But Moses Moody's such an intriguing prospect, and I think we both agree that that's kind of our guy right now. Yeah, I think, I think we're on the same page with that one. If you want, I can pull up uh, what the current list is for – the draft, if you want to. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. So filibuster for a second. I'll get. That well, up. are you going through ESPN NBA Draft What what's what list are you using? I'm gonna go to the ESPN one. Ooh, okay. Getting it right now. You're not very good at filibustering. I'll tell you that. Oh well, I was gonna, you know, just sing a song or something, but I got a little nervous. Um. Right. So in the current ESPN ratings, I'm just looking right around where we are. Josh Giddy, Josh Giddy has actually jumped up a couple spots. Jalen Johnson has dropped. Corey Kispert currently sitting in the 13 spot. Will you read? Oh my gosh! Will you read one through 15? Yeah, one through 15. Kate Cunningham, Jalen Green, Evan Mobley, Jalen Suggs, Jonathan Kuminga. I feel like those guys are the consensus top five across yeah. the board. However, they may shake out. Then after that, you've got Scotty Barnes, Davian Mitchell, who's moved up, James Booknight, who has moved up quite a bit up into the top 10. Wow. Keon Johnson and Fra- Fra- Franz. I think said you his got name. it, dude. You I got said this. it three different ways. <laughs> you did. Franz Wagner. There you go. At 10. And then, like I said, Josh Giddy, Jalen Johnson, Corey Kispert, uh, Alperin Sungun from Turkey at 14 at the center, Usman Garuba. At power forward at 15. I haven't seen his name pop up. I've never much. heard of this dude. With Moses Moody and Sharif Cooper right behind him. Okay. So where was Kai Jones? Kai Jones has actually dropped around to 20 Whoa. On, the newest, on the newest mock. Right ahead of Jared Butler. And Isaiah Jackson has actually dropped to 19 right, right in front of him. Who writes this for ESPN? 
This, uh, I don't know. I think this is their consensus one. So it's okay, probably so NBA draft.net has Moses Moody at seven. Wow. Um, Corey Kispert at 13 for the Pacers. And Kai Jones at 15. Josh Giddy's at 16 still on this as well. Let's see if there's any other jumpers that you talked about. Uh, James Book Knight is 11th. Which is still higher than he was rated a few weeks for ago. For sure. And there's Zaire Williams at 14. Davion Mitchell's 12. So there's you know some hope there, too. That's a guy I'd love if he fell. I really think he's going to rise into the top 10, though. I've seen a lot of people say Zaire would be a good pick for the Pacers as well. Any of these, any of these guys, guards that can shoot really well, I think that's a good pick. Yeah. I mean, I'm so excited that we even got 13th pick. This is going to be fun, dude. I'm pumped that we have a first-round pick, first of all, let alone it being 13th, which is awesome. But then we also have 54th and 60th, so we get to watch the entire draft. Well, don't get too excited here. You think it's going to get traded? There's still time for it to get traded. And there has been some rumors recently. Are you uh, switching to the rumor that has just come out? Have you heard about this? I'm not. So the Houston Rockets recently, I lost where my – info for this was but I'll, i remember the trade so they're asking they're dangling you ready for this eric gordon in front of the pacers to try to get the 13th pick that's it yes Stra- straight up eric gordon for the 13th that's not gonna happen no so their hope apparently is well first of all first they're of trying all, to get eric gordon to go back to indy well first of all we have to include players because <laughs> we can't take his contract on that's true so i, I don't so even know how that would work that's out the first thing what, what do you trade for that Jeremy I, I, Lamb. I'd have to look at. Yeah, I don't even know how much Eric Gordon is getting, but here, here's the report. It's from Ali Moore, no Salman Ali. Um, and then it says semicolon Moore at short Chad Ford Insider. So I thought it said Ali Moore. All right, it says the Rockets have dangled Eric Gordon in one of their late first round picks to the Pacers in exchange for the 13th pick, in hopes that a combination of two and 13 would be enough for the Pistons to move down one spot in the draft. Huh. So I guess they want Cade Cunningham. I suppose. Do we know that the Pistons are drafting Cade Cunningham for sure? Uh, I think I feel like it. I feel like it too. I was looking at the the odds on um, on some of the game on the sports betting apps, and it was like the pick the first four correct, and none of them had uh, Cade Cunningham anywhere besides one. So it, it seems like it, they yeah. know something that we don't. You know, Vegas seems to know before most people know. And, like, the, you'll see the odds change before injuries are announced, and it's usually in the favor of what actually happens. So it does look like he's going first, but I I have heard recently that other teams are looking at uh, – is it Kaminga? Not Kaminga. Who's the second pick right now that people are Jaylen thinking about? Jalen Green could go, yeah. Um, yeah, Jalen Green – Evan Mobley, the U- yeah, Evan Mobley. That's I've heard some people really like him at number one too. So I don't know, I don't know. We'll see. If the Pistons really like Evan Mobley, then they could trade down with Houston and take him too. That that could make sense. So yeah, but it, it all accounts are pointing towards Cade Cunningham being the first pick. Yep, that's where I am right now. I've got him first. Okay, so there we go. <laughs> no chance he falls to thirteenth. Uh, I'm gonna say very small chance. Okay. <laughs> very very small chance. Yes. Um, well, I think that's all the Pacers news. Am I missing anything? I don't think so. I just saw uh, NBAanalysis.net just put out an article about how the Celtics should trade for Miles Turner, <laughs> which I think would be hilarious <laughs> if yeah. we offered him 
that last year and they asked for a ridiculous package in return and then they come back this year and they're like okay fine we'll do it yeah well i mean what could they do now because gordon hayward's gone uh probably kimba no kimba's gone he's on okc oh, that's already right. he's already gone yeah Ooh. oh jason tatum then yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll take jason tatum yeah now maybe, we, maybe we they're ready to get rid of jalen brown <laughs> no i doubt that they're no i don't know no what shot. it would It'd be Marcus Smart. It would be Marcus Smart. We don't want Marcus Smart. It's not going to happen. It's literally not going to happen. So the Pacers can find a better deal somewhere. It's probably by a Celtics writer saying this that they yeah, should I didn't, get him. I didn't look no at way. the. I didn't look at the author. Uh, it was just retweeted by Evan, Evan Massey. So yeah. I, I like him. Dude, they messed up, man. They could have had Miles Turner and Doug McDermott for Gordon Hayward, and they said no. Well, they wanted us to throw in Oladipo, right? Yeah. Gosh dang it, those guys. Good thing Ainge got fired, man. He really screwed the pooch. <laughs> he did. He messed up on that. He one. messed up, man. And the I'm I wish the Pacers even made that updated deal. I that would have been <laughs> fine too, honestly. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see moving forward. Uh they also had an, a uh Massey had a tweet about the Spurs being in on Ben Simmons, which I think would be really interesting. Oh. I'm not sure why they'd want him, but You're in kind of a Spurs family. Yeah, partially. I am partially yeah. Spurs. My brother famously is Spur- well, famously, <laughs> not for long. Possibly, he, why he might be out on the Spurs? Why? Because they've been not very good. Recently. Wow, what a millennial man! Well, he's a huge Donovan Mitchell fan teams. too, wow. so he could just switch on over to Utah and he'll be fine. Okay, I mean that's fine. I guess you know people these days they uh, follow players, not teams. Yeah, they're not like well, us. Well, he could be a, a Lee. A, is it Damon Lee? Yeah, Damian Lee from Damian Golden Lee. State from Louisville as well. Mm-hmm. So he could be a Warriors fan. Did you like Damian Lee at Louisville? Yeah, I love Damian Lee. Who's who's your favorite player in the pros right now from Louisville? Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Okay, what about second? That's a tough one. Uh, probably. You got a few choices. Well, ba- is it, what is this based on? How much I like him in the pros, or how much I liked him in college? I don't. I guess college. Uh, Jordan Mora. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So you're a Bucks fan partially, yeah. and a Jazz fan partially. Montrezl Harrell third. <laughs> yeah. So also a Lakers fan partially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see. You think Montrez Harrell uh, is going to get a good deal somewhere? I don't know. I think he's going to get an I okay hate deal watching somewhere. him play. I cannot stand it. It That is the definition of a ball stopper. I don't know what happened to him. Well, usually when he stops the ball, it's because he threw it in the rim. The, well, or clanked it off the back or turned it over. Those are your options. He was trying to get a new contract this year, and it was blatant. It was a bad fit. Him was, and uh, Schroeder, too, man. That was just a bad fit for both of them. It was a really bad fit. Yeah. So oh, can uh, we pivot into talking about the finals? Because yes. I saw a really interesting stat. Let's do it. So you mentioned Schroeder. In the first round versus the Suns, he, in 75 possessions against Chris Paul, only forced one turnover. And Drew Holiday has forced seven in roughly the same amount of possessions against Chris Paul. So there he goes. Drew Holiday stat for future you. Pa- future Pacer Drew Holiday. I hope not. <laughs> Why? He's, he's not good on offense in the finals oh my gosh he had the one he had a, a good game three it's his first time in the finals man get cut him cut him some slack devin booker who just you know he hasn't been perfect in the finals he had 40 last night he had 40 last night but drew holiday might have 40 the next game so you never know i will <laughs> wager anything that drew holiday won't have 40 next game that's what would you wager your life? I'll eat that Paul George shirt you bought me. <laughs> Drew Holiday has forty next game. Amazing. Uh, who's gonna win the finals? I've still got Suns. I okay. moved it from Suns and six to Suns and seven. I think uh, every home team is gonna win. Okay. I uh, wow. Okay. I I I still 
have the Bucks. I've never wavered from the Bucks. Um, even when it looked like they were going to lose in four, <laughs> I still believed, man. And I'm glad I did because they are looking good. Um, is Chris Paul choking? His well, typical I mean, choke? The, I, the Suns are possibly. a, a Chris-Paul trip and a Giannis block away from being up 3-1. Yeah. So I think they're fine. Yeah. Well, they weren't calling certain fouls, too. Like when Devin Booker fouled, was it P.J. Tucker? Yeah, well, it's fine. Yeah, it was just a weirdly refed game. Yeah, it was. As are every NBA, NBA game. Wait, as is every NBA game. Right. So, I don't know. Well, uh, we'll see what happens we're we're obviously rooting for um, Jeff Teague to get a ring, former Pacer, for DJ Augustine to get a ring, who's not even on a team anymore. But we'll get a ring if the Bucks win because he was <laughs> traded, right? Potentially. Yeah. Is that does that usually happen, or is I it up to the teams? I think it's up to the teams. Yeah, and then we're obviously rooting for Drew Holiday too to get a ring, because w- w- me and Jeremy just love Drew Holiday yeah, so much. You're saying a lot. You're saying we a lot here. There are no uh, Pacers connections on the Suns, right? Oh, James Jones, GM. Yeah. Uh, Pacers drafted him. He was a rookie for the Pacers mm-hmm. and played for them for played for us for a few years. So you know we're rooting for the Suns as well. So just whoever wins, man, we, we're out here for it. It's been a really fun series too. I don't know how you feel about it, but I've really enjoyed watching the basketball. Uh, and I don't get people who are like, "Oh, this is the worst finals ever." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Just because no, you don't have a you don't have a relationship with the teams, like this is really good. Yeah. No, it's it's fun when teams that don't always win get their chance to. Yeah. So you gotta love that when it's when you don't see the Heat, Lakers, Celtics, Warriors, um, in the finals. It's always nice, or at least that's how I feel. And I think it is. It has a lot to do with the fact that I'm a Pacers fan, and it's nice to see the small guy win every so often. Yeah, and if you can't find a storyline, you're not looking hard enough. Right. Like Chris Paul legacy, uh, Giannis, the two-time MVP. Can he get his first finals? Like there's there's and stuff he's, there. He's ascending too potentially if he wins this and keeps dominating the way that he is. Yeah. Like, I mean, he could move into all time great pretty quickly too. And he's 27. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, I know campaign hasn't been great, but it's fun to root for him. It's fun to root for DeAndre Ayton right now, Booker, Paul, like you said. Um, and I don't know, like when Middleton's successful, it's fun. It's just it's hard to find a villain in this series. Yeah, I do, I totally agree with that. Although. You know, it's. I guess you could say Jay Crowder or PJ Tucker are villains, because that's. I mean, that's who they are in the NBA. What if What if the villains are the fans from both teams? Yeah, because they both do things. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hate that. Um, it was so when they were chanting Bucks and Six last night for the finals game four, um, it was very clear. I've never heard a clearer chant. I think they were all in sync. It was crazy. Yeah, they did that in game three too. It was super clear then. Okay. Yeah, this was. I I didn't understand it game three. I guess, but. I, I never know what people are chanting. I always ask someone, and they're like, oh, they're saying this. I'm like, what? <laughs> Maybe that's a that? hearing issue Maybe. for you. Well, I don't have good hearing. That's <laughs> part of it. So, yeah, very clear. It was weird to me. It was like they were all like saying it perfectly in sync, same time, same volume. I don't know how it worked, but it was like someone was just talking to me saying, bucks and six. It was that clear, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That That's just a little thing that I noticed. <laughs> Definitely worth pointing out. It really wasn't (laughs) so thank you so uh as most people know pacers have never won a championship in the nba in the nba yes two-time aba two-time aba george mcginnis mel daniels we got we had we had some really great aba teams and we can't forget about that even though i kind of just did (laughs) but jeremy i wanted to ask because we're seeing 
Giannis ascend into mega superstardom, right? No. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Dang it, man. I almost had you. This, this is a callback to last year. <laughs> Jack tried to say there's some weird class above superstar that's the mega superstars. Breezy and I promptly shot him down. Yeah. Which w- I thought was out of line. But what I will say um, is that, you know, maybe I was wrong. So maybe you were in line because when you really think about it there and I I've heard Bill Simmons talk about this recently, but I've been kind of thinking about this ever since you guys shot down my mega superstardom. So for a full year. Yes. Like what what how can you say like the because, you know, there's like 10 guys in the league that are in a league of their own. Basically, it's like those 10 guys. Mm -hmm. You're going to see one of them in the finals every single year, at least maybe two. And I mean, we can go through right now, like LeBron, Kawhi, KD, Giannis right now, um, Luka. I mean, that's five. I, I know there's more. I can't just – Jokic is up there. Mm-hmm. I can't think of, it, think of it off the top of my head. But I heard Bill Simmons say this thing where a superstar is someone – because Mark Jackson, who uh, we famously love here on the All Pacers pod, but don't love him as a broadcaster. Once a Pacer, always a Pacer. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> he's doing a lot on the broadcast to undo his legacy. <laughs> yes. So he's been calling Devin Booker a superstar, which I think's out of line. Yeah, I agree. Right? Booker's a star. I'm sure a lot of people are yelling right now as we're talking about this, but Booker is a star player. But Bill Simmons was saying this thing. And if you don't listen to the Bill Simmons podcast, it's a good listen. He was saying a superstar brings it every single night and is consistent every night. We're seeing that from Giannis. We see that from players in the past like LeBron, KD, some of the greats, you know, Kawhi Leonard. And well, it, you did just name two guys who instead of bringing it every night sit out every other game, which has changed. But we've seen Kawhi Leonard at his peak and what he's capable yeah. of, which is being the best player in the league <laughs> and not being stopped by anybody. Kevin Durant as well. Yeah. So also shout out Kawhi Leonard former Pacer. Um get well soon, man. Just had surgery Gosh. on his ACL. <laughs> But I wanted to ask you this, Jeremy. We kind of talked to the, talked about this ahead of the podcast. Have the Pacers ever had a superstar? Reggie Miller, potentially, right? Because my definition now, from what we've just talked about, is a top 10 guy in the league and consistently every night every night bringing it. Um, and you can count on it. Like, at the end of the game, you can count on them to do whatever they have to do. They're not going to shy away from the moment. Well, can you even say it's 10 if you couldn't name 10? You named six. Well, I'm doing it off the top of my head. I mean, we can go through it and try, like Damian Lillard's one, Steph's one. So what's that? Eight. Who am I missing? James Harden? He doesn't bring it every night, but no, probably not he's Harden. probably a superstar though, right? I would say Tatum is right there. Potentially. I mean, Chris Paul, I would have said, but also at the same time, it's the same with Harden. Like they don't really bring it every night Chris in the playoffs. Chris Paul was. Yeah. In his prime, he was. And then is Anthony Davis. That's the other one. Anthony Davis. You can kind of ask that question. I, th- I think people... Oh, Joel Embiid? Oh, Embiid for sure. So that's that's yeah. the list. So I... You said Tatum. I would disagree with Tatum. I don't think he's there yet. I said he's right there. Yeah. There's so he he's kind of in that like Donovan Mitchell kind of category with me. Maybe Brad Beal, Russell Westbrook, like that area right there. Mm-hmm. I, I also really like Westbrook still. But like the 10 guys that matter in the league and that are like the star player. So I, I was wondering, have the like I said, have the Pacers ever had a superstar? We talked about Reggie Miller before this podcast, but w- what do you think? Is Reggie Miller a superstar? 
Yeah, I I say Reggie Miller is probably the only superstar the Pacers have had going back maybe like forty years. Yeah, because I'm gonna go through some of these guys and ask you. Like you can go back go back in the day. I don't know. Like I said before the podcast, I'd have to look at it, and then you surprised me by doing this anyway without giving me a chance <laughs> to look at it. So this is great. But yeah, I think without having looked at it, probably the only superstar the Pacers have ever had is Reggie Miller. Yeah. And a lot of it, like his numbers weren't like 29 points per game or anything crazy like that, but he was a great leader, um, so competitive, never choked, never shied away from the moment and pulled through when it mattered and was the best player on a finals team. Lost to the Lakers who had Shaq and Kobe. And I don't even know if the Pacers should have lost. There were a couple turns that could have gone the Pacers' way, and we could have easily won that series. Yep. So, yeah, I agree. He is a superstar. I, I didn't go through, like, we're, we're talking, like, 97 to 2000, right? At least. Yeah, maybe, maybe 96 to 2000. Yeah. I think in those four years, the Pacers were at least the third best team in the league. Yeah. And he was the guy on the Pacers. The best player, yeah. And, um, yeah, so I... I don't know like how long of a time it needs to be for you to be like a superstar. Like, do you have to do it consistently for five years? I don't know. I don't know. Cause there was one year where Jermaine O'Neal was third in MVP, po- MVP voting, um, which that kind of makes you a superstar. You're in that Isaiah Thomas realm though, you know, where it's like, right. Uh, Isaiah, uh, Boston Celtics, Isaiah Thomas. Well, yeah. Well, I don't think you can compare Isaiah Thomas and Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah. I think you just knocked him out of the, conversation just with that (laughs) who Jermaine O'Neal yeah (laughs) so yeah I mean that's my question is so we agree that Reggie Miller was yeah Jermaine O'Neal no yeah I don't think so either Paul George no maybe one year maybe one of the Eastern Conference Finals years but it's still maybe yeah maybe because he had a really good team around him but he was only at that level with the Pacers for like two years so I'm not sure if you can say he was a Pacers superstar right Chuck Person, no. Nah. So, like, Jalen Rose, maybe? No. No. He's not a superstar. So, that's the the thing is, the Pacers have had, what, one superstar? Maybe Jermaine O'Neal? Well, go back further. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going down the a, a list of my top 50. The worry is you're going to have to get to an ABA guy, and then you'll have a superstar. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, George McGinnis has to be in that conversation. Yeah. But we're we're talking NBA here. Like Rick Smith's no, Dale Davis no, Mark Jackson no, Vern Fleming no, Billy Knight, Chris Mullen no. I mean he couldn't even play for the Pacers. So okay, and then Danny Granger no. So yeah, well Jeff Foster maybe no. <laughs> Detlef Shrimp no. Yeah, like that's that's what I'm saying. We've had one superstar ever. Yeah, I'm not sure why you're so surprised by this. I don't know. I just I I feel like it's worth mentioning. And uh, is when do you think the next superstar comes around for the Pacers? Is my follow up question. Thirteenth uh, pick this year, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> you have to hope. You have to hope. Paul George was tenth, right? Roy Hibbert was eleventh, twelfth, somewhere in there. Yeah. So yeah, we've we've drafted pretty well there before, like we talked about before. But well, yeah. that's and that's the thing. Like, unless you're you're not trading for a superstar if you're Indiana. And you're not getting one in free agency unless something crazy happens. So you got to hope to do it in the draft. Yeah. Or you do what OKC does. And you trade all your, your assets away for picks and young players right now. And then once those assets develop, then you trade it for a superstar. Because you have to assume that's what OKC is doing, right? 
So is tanking the way to go? Do the Pacers build around Moses Moody and Karis LeVert going forward? Well, I'll answer your, your question with what the Pacers said, and that's that they're not <laughs> going to. And that's the problem. <laughs> and we're back to the problem. Yep. Because we're going we're gonna to throw out a four-seed in the East team next year. Maybe. We'll see. I thought this year was a four-seed in the East team. but we'll, we'll be healthy, hopefully. We've said that for five years and now. I'll keep on saying it. <laughs> Miles Turner will get more rebounds this year. He got more rebounds last year. That one finally came true. Yeah. So, anyway, that was that was the only question I had about Superstar. So, hope you enjoyed it. I did. That was good. I wish I'd had time to prepare something. Well, I mean, I don't really think you need to. Do you? I could have prepared something great. <laughs> We'll save it for next week's pod. We would have turned that segment into a mega super segment. <laughs> and maybe Austin would have showed up. Yeah, who knows? Actually, I kind of know. He probably wanted to. If we, yeah, if we'd have told him that was the segment, he'd been like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. His job's strenuous, dude. I'm Look, I'm glad he even shows up when he does for this podcast because I can't even imagine doing the job he has to do. He describes it as really easy. <laughs> all the time <laughs> so i'm not sure what you're talking yeah, about. yeah i'm just kidding you want to you want to oh sorry oh we that was two in a row we interrupted each other that go was, for it uh maybe it's just dealing with his boss who he doesn't like oh that's the strength well, we gotta part. be we gotta be careful we, we have to delete that so austin doesn't get fired <laughs> i'm not sure they listen you're talking about me and you his boss for the all pacers pod correct? right he doesn't like us i don't know anyway you want to wrap this thing up yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Once again, please go check out that Kyle Mangus interview. It's really fun. And uh, if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram at all.pacers and on Twitter at all underscore pacers. And we'll see you next week. Peace out. Bonus brought it to him.